Uh, but anyway, there is a gigantic dust cloud behind you. You have managed to successfully evade uh, the away team of Zeriel's ship, the Aggressor. And you are now uh, all kind of hiding inside of this dust bowl as the Ickerkickers drive around doing sweet flips and stuff. Uh, it looks like they're all preparing for another one of these launches where they go over the river. They've erected a whole bunch of ramps because the bridge is out. And right now they're all just like playing drinking games. There's a couple of them that aren't on their bikes. They're playing knife games at a table. Um, stereotypical biker bar bullshit going on out here. Uh, and when you all like launch yourselves into the bowl and hide underneath it, a bunch of the Icker Kickers are laughing and then they recognize you guys and they wave you over and, you know, come hang out and play knife games with us kind of thing. I would love to play some I, knife games. I would love to not lose any more blood. <laughs> is Zeriel still in pursuit, or her, her aggressor? It's hard to say because there's this gigantic billowing dust cloud behind you, and it hasn't dissipated yet. <clears throat> um, I'm going to assume it is. Um, actually, I can fly. I don't need to assume anything. Um... <laughs> if, if it looks like you're going to take off and fly, I'm going to... Zenzer will shout out, like... If you do that, you might get spotted, so you might just want to hang out. You are, you are correct. Uh, We're in a crater, is that what you said? Yeah, it's, okay. it's like a dust bowl kind crater of... Crater skate park, yeah. Bird. 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 Bird, go look. All right. Um, 60 feet's not high enough, so you won't be able to look through the bird's senses, but you can report back, right? It has the ability to talk to you when it returns? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> give me a dexterity saving throw for your bird. Bird's the coolest fucking thing. The bird ate the only crit in the game. <laughs> all I'm so sorry, everybody. Hey, maybe it's a good omen. Yeah, those are my Nemea dice. There is uh, a squawk, and the bird descends very sharply, returning to you. It's missing one of its um, tail feathers. And you can just see the tail feather kind of floating away in the distance. It looks like an imp probably was about to bite that bird on the ass. Oh. I'm, I'm like, like holding my bird. I'm like, it's okay, it's okay. It's like... Oh, oh, oh. What, what did it see? <clears throat> yeah, went to your bird. What, did, what did my bird see? The bird oh, reports oh, back, Almighty DM. Having seen that uh, up above the billowing cloud of dust uh, is the floating city of El Torel over the river, and the knife boat is perched uh, at one edge of El Torel and has not moved from that location. Fuck! Oh, boy. What? So, but it, it saw the knife bow, but it did not see any other, like, pit fiends or any of the other shit that was chasing us earlier. It, uh, it had to evade an imp, but aside from that imp, it didn't report back that there were any creatures. And the imp is probably, like, a scouting party kind of a deal. Uh, it's currently flying away. And it only saw the bird. It didn't see us. Although, the bird is... There's probably ravens in hell. That's seems on theme. Uh, you haven't seen any. No <laughs> birds, per se. It might have flaming, been from an El Torel. Flaming pterodactyls that eat your eyeballs, <laughs> sure, but no blue jays. If anybody belongs in hell. <laughs> uh, it appears for the moment that El Torel is in more danger than we are, but uh, without having my character sheet handy, I don't know how fucked up I was after last session. Bad. Probably bad. Um, really I bad. know that well, I do, and I am. So, yes. As, as am I. Oh, and I did miss it from the recap. Uh, you did spot the university on your way here as well. And I right. had some of that bizarre um, trick and light shielding. Like a force field. 
Yeah, kind of yes. obscure that it exists. I had suggested that we perhaps go there to hide because it has this obscuring thing, <clears throat> and we may also be able to find some assistance there. And I also have a bone to pick with someone. We're on the wrong side of the river. I will address this to the Icker Kickers. Uh, it's, it's very good that we have met you out here. You're far from home, and our machine has died in the river. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Uh, we did not do sick tricks. We just crashed. It was sick, but not a trick. I mean, you were driving away from a whole bunch of cereals, assholes. So there's there's something there, but you, yeah, it was bad. You ate cereal too? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! I fist bump him. <laughs> um, you go to zero hit points. <laughs> <laughs> trick <Stop>. or shot. <laughs> Um, we are, uh, well, right now we are in desperate need of, uh, some place to heal our wounds, recover from a battle. We were going to go to the university, but we find ourselves without a ride. Uh, then we were planning on fucking up Zeriel and her assholes. Yeah, yeah. Fucking her uh, right up the ass. <laughs> if you guys want to go to Hellish Frat Party and then go fight, a uh, Angel... We could use the company. He uh, snorts and spits a big loogie out in the sand. It sizzles. And he says, all right, let me show you what we've got. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, he goes over fucking to... bikes now? So he goes over to uh, a stash where they have all the guys playing knife games. They've got a lineup of all their different bikes. And he pulls a couple of tarps up off of some bikes that are on trailers. And uh, there are three bikes that he shows you. You can each choose what flavor of bike you'd like to try. <laughs> oh, can we take it for a test drive first, though? Like, just, like, as long as you're going the over the river, yes. <laughs> uh, Alright, one of them is uh, a chrome and black uh, screaming ghost, like a, a covered phantom, that goes from uh, like the top of the front wheel well all the way to the back, and then the exhaust is like the flowing train from this screeching Grim Reaper-looking ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is uh, a very large, kind of like gothic architecture-themed one, very wide in the front, uh, with huge bat wings that telescope out on frames. Uh, and one of them uh, is a, uh, it looks like the figurehead of a ship. It's like the woman rising up with a blindfold on, and it's got this gigantic, like, turbine that you sit on top of that looks like a jet engine. This is pod racing. <laughs> do they do anything different or are they all just aesthetic uh they're mostly aesthetic although the one that has the big telescoping bat wings presumably would help you get across the river better and just so that we're clear on this uh are we on the same side of the river as el Torel or the opposite side el Torel is over the river okay uh we are on the same side of the river as the university or the opposite side opposite side from the university okay so if we're going to the, op- op- the river we're jumping the r- if we're going to the it's, university it's all the over there can my motorcycle look like the cover art of Bat Out of Hell? You might have noticed the first one was a silver black phantom bike. Yes, I want. <laughs> I would like the meatloaf bike. Please, thank you. <laughs> Why do you get a bike? You have fucking wings. Because if he flies, then it's really obvious where the sword is. Wait. So okay. So there are there only three bikes? There are three kinds. Okay. You need to pick your flavor. What kind of bike does Xander want? I don't know. He's going to swim. Xander's <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck these guys. In classic Paul style, he's like, can I get a pogo stick? <laughs> and he needs to have a sidecar so I can shoot things while I'm, uh, while, while I'm riding? <laughs> no, you have to ride bitch on my bike. 
I think... Your wings will keep hitting me in the face. <laughs> I'm, I'm like tempted to go with the... No, you know what? I think I'm going to do the bat bike. All right, bat bike? Bat bike for I, me. I think I'm also going with bat bike. Bat bike? Why not? Well, I'll go bat bike. All right, bat bike and then one super black phantom bike. Yep. Nobody is going to risk flying blind on the rocket cycle, though. No. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh. oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All three of them are stupid jokes. Uh, <laughs> sorry. So, oh, I thought it was a Theo joke. <laughs> what? All five of us are stupid jokes too. So, yeah. What's the second one? Uh, the second one was the Battle to Hell. No, that's the one that. That's yeah. the first one. That's, that's the, the first one. Black Phantom. Bike. That's the Silver Black Phantom bike. Oh, okay. No, like, it was the literally a battle out of hell. Out of hell. Yeah. 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 So I guess a Jeepers Creepers reference. All right, yeah, he, he lets you drive around in the skate park to get used to the bikes there's, and how they handle. There's no Pee Wee Herman bicycle. That would be like, yeah. <laughs> there it is. There's the Paul. Um, there is a Pee Wee Herman bicycle. It's currently being ridden by a death cultist turtle, like, a long way over that. <laughs> Bosch is long lost brother. Um, all right, so, yeah, you get a chance to test drive your bikes, and then all the Icker Kickers are going to come with you as you leap the river sticks. Um... I'm not going to make anybody roll because I don't want you guys to lose your characters by falling in the <laughs> fucking river. Thank you! But I am obligating everybody to tell me what it looks like as you uh, cross the river, um, going fast enough to actually leap up off the ramp and arrive on the other side. Oh. <laughs> like, I, feel, I feel like there's definitely like that it, it's like the shot like the low shot of like the bicycle and like the revving of the wheel and like the you know like you, like close up shot on the yeah, hands kicking like, the wheel out sideways yeah and, yeah and I don't like breaking but like letting it go so like dust kicks up in the background and at least this is what I want to do personally for me Nemea dives down into the bowl takes a lap around the bowl to get some speed goes up the ramp and over the river perfect alright who's next uh, alright so Ingrid sort of just goes for a straight shot she's just gonna get as much speed going mm -hmm. up to the ramp but as she gets up and starts to get airtime, she actually stands up and like <laughs> <laughs> and uh <X> yeah <laughs> lands sort of like taking a turn nice oh my gosh you're X Games mode alright who's next so I get the feeling so what I how I should have been playing this and, and I don't think I would have but now I just have this idea that I should have played it so Zanzerkin has this ethere ethereal step thing I should have picked it as like when he's really stressed that that happens he just sort of blinks out and doesn't quite understand why so I have this feeling that he like he like launches, and then you guys just don't see the bike, and you don't see Zanzer, and he just winks out, and you guys think that he's gone, and then he suddenly appears as he's landing. He was so nervous and white knuckling it that he, he reeled himself onto the ground. All right, and then he lands. He's like, I mean, I can dissociate like that too. I can dissociate like that too. So one thing that I did way back when we first got to hell was remove my tabard from the. Uh, the flaming fist. Yep. So as I crank the engine, hit the ramp, and fly over the river, I'm going to pull it out from my bag and hold it over my head like a flag. Like <laughs> yeah! A flag. <laughs> awesome. a, that's tight. I love that. <laughs> that is tight. And uh, as you're doing this, of course, all the Icker Kickers are going up different ramps, and you just hear these like echoing motorcycle noises going overhead as they launch themselves up. They are some amount better at this specific trick than you guys are, having practiced it kind of a lot. Uh, 
but it's a very cinematic shot of all the motorcycles going over the river. It's very cool. There are a couple guys who uh, are a little bit less stable on their bikes. You can see that they actually have some like tethering to the uh, the bike as they cross. It appears to be this is why there are extra bikes hanging around. Some of the riders didn't make it on their first try, so they had to winch the bikes back. <laughs> it's fine. They wash the bikes off. <laughs> With water from the sticks. Yeah. And then it's how to ride so them. the bike doesn't remember that it was dirty. <laughs> you, you sit on the bike. You like, you're like, oh. <laughs> it's probably a good way to cheat the it's a good way to cheat the dealer because the Adamo goes back to zero. <laughs> yeah. No miles on this car. Uh, yeah. I was, was going to say you sit on the wet bike and you're like I think I pissed my pants but I forget why. <laughs> Alright. Uh, and you arrive on the opposite side of the river having gotten through my uh, 1 minute and 30 seconds clip from Meatloaf. <laughs> Only twice. <laughs> <laughs> Once in one half. Um and yeah, you know vaguely where the university is, basically following the river south, so I'm not going to call for any of the usual navigation-type checks. Um, it takes you about six hours on these bikes. They're pretty damn fast. They're much faster than the skirmishing was. Mm. Um, particularly, you see a couple of the hobgoblins riding the motorcycles with the, uh, the rocket engines, and those guys are flying all over the place. It looks like they have almost no control. They're wobbling all over the place, but they fucking haul ass. So They're those guys are like, way up ahead of you. Uh, anything that you guys want to do before you arrive at the university? Do we, do we ride for the whole six hours, or do we like stop for a pit stop or something? We'll Take probably, piss, eat a hot dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if we get an opportunity, I'm gonna like I'm gonna actually approach Ingrid and say, um, um, "Are all of your brothers in hell? I thought I, I thought you said that you lost all your brothers." I don't know where they are. Well, I know where one of them is now. <laughs> He's over there. <laughs> <laughs> Draggle me you're embarrassing me <laughs> How many? How many brothers? Uh five. You found I'm I'm rather hoping the other four aren't in hell. Um and then Xander's gonna kinda look down and then he's gonna say, um uh, I have been very selfish. And then he's going to, like, not make eye contact and walk away. Well, maybe not necessarily walk away because I don't know where we are. I'm not going to walk away into a zit or something. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's going to find the nearest poo tunnel and cry about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ingrid is very confused. All right, anything else before you arrive at El Universite? Oh shit! I forgot to pay my tuition. So refresh oh, the bursar's office is like the first encounter. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Um, fight fast, no, if it's like any other university, parking's going to be the main concern. We have <laughs> bikes. We have to find parking spaces for. Um, refresh my memory, please. I know you got a little bit of backstory exposition yeah, so stuff going on, but what do we know of anything? The whole the whole thing with Nemea is Nemea. We all met up in. Baldur's Gate and whatever, and Nemea just doesn't really remember anything before she lived in Baldur's Gate. Like, she just does not have the ability to. Right. Um, and when we were at uh, Natasha the Dark's bar, mm-hmm. which is called something... The Well. The Well. The Well at Fort Knucklebones. Zanzer, uh, yeah, after Zanzer and uh, Ingrid bullied the shit out of a bunch of students when we came back, and there was all their shit in this lost and found bin, and I went rifling through it to see if there was any, like, good spell, bucks, spell books to steal and shit. Um, and I found a, pro, a paper 
uh, by Professor Rowena about um, the effects of Stygian water on tiefling infants. Did you tell any of us about that, or are you keeping um, that? I, I talked about it briefly at the bar. Okay. Yeah, I, I want to just, like, go and see if I can talk to this person to see if if I am the subject of this study. I'm going to, like, retcon and say, like, we talked about this at the okay. fire, just so that everybody has a little bit. Um, all right, well, yeah, at some point I'll probably want to talk to you more about it, but I want yeah. to see how this all plays out when we get to university, so. Yeah, well, we also should probably, like, nap for a bit, for a minute. Well, I'm hoping we get behind the force field and then pop yeah. our tent. And oh, I hope they just let you, maybe they'll let us do, like, you know, like how you do the, the college tour and then you stay over yeah. with, like, a kid. Mm-hmm. We just need to find a kid. <laughs> Just kill him and cast this guy self. <laughs> Hi, my name's Billy Boop Guy. I love Boop. It sounds like you're going to the university first and not doing any camping outside the bounds. No. If it's only a six hour ride, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's pretty short. See the need. Pretty short. Okay. Um, then driving along towards the university, uh, you start to see that familiar shimmer when you get very close to it. At first, you think that it must still be a pretty good distance off, and it's not until you're almost right on top of it when you start to see that there are actually structures here. Uh, as described, say, it's not an actual force field, it's the haze from a fish concert. <laughs> uh, as described previously, it is architecture that you'd find in the prime material plane. Uh, it appears to be very similar to the architecture that you saw in Little Kalimshan outside of Baldur's Gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, this sort of Kalashite design that is um, uh, like wide arches, uh, onion domes, painted gold, that sort of thing. Um, St. <clears throat> Petersburg kind of vibe. St. Petersburg meets Agrabah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and as you are pulling up to the force field and you see this sort of shimmer and sheen, uh, you find that there are small gaps where you could travel through the force field unimpeded. Uh, you're unsure if it would interrupt you if you tried to drive through it directly, but at high <laughs> speed, probably a bad idea. Mm. <clears throat> no, no. Is there a barcode reader or something you got to hold up a badge to? Or something? Oh, I lost my student ID. Uh, when you arrive, it is uh, evening time. Uh, inasmuch as there is evening in hell, however, there does seem to be uh, not very similar to the companion, don't panic yet, but there does seem to be a sort of artificial day-night cycle inside the forest field that's not visible from the outside. Uh, and it does appear to be uh, night here in this moment. Uh, let's see, is this my daytime map? There's my nighttime map. There we go. <clears throat> so this is the innermost courtyard as you arrive inside of the university. And uh, it wheels off in all sorts of different directions. The university itself is probably big enough for a few hundred students. Um, it's like the size of a small high school. Um, but it does have some offshooting dormitories and things like that for full-time uh, sort of teachers and, and other uh, academic body type organizers. Uh, I'm losing all of my words. I can't find any of them. They're in there somewhere. Uh, so that is, uh, as you're pulling in, you know, you see some students milling around. There's uh, one student who's reading a book under a tree. It's an actual, honest to God, like, tree? Le- leafy tree. Um, there are a couple students that are sitting around that little picnic table right over there, and they uh, look like they're rehearsing theater lines or something like that, like they're practicing. Um, <clears throat> there is a middle-aged woman who is pacing, and she is reciting something to her magic wand. Like it's taking a recording. Um, and she's just sort of pacing around. She looks like she's probably uh, either a teacher or like a teacher's assistant. Um, or I should say a professor, because this is a college. Uh, you there can are see, TAs in college, too. Uh, there is a uh, sort of sandwich board sign that's propped up in front of that structure over there, uh, which appears to be a lecture hall. And it's announcing uh, the following day's lecture 
uh, in the morning is going to be a lecture called The Conveyance Abeyance on Teleportative Magics and the Lower Planes. Does it say who it's by? Uh, it doesn't. Okay. <clears throat> uh, you also see that there are a few vendors that have carts set up in the courtyard here, and it looks like they're mostly breaking the carts down at this hour. Uh, there are some still doing some business, but like most of the like the food and drink type carts are being broken down uh, and, and slipped off into what looks like a stable area that's uh, set aside from the main school. Uh, but you actually do see that there is a cart that seems to be still doing business. Uh, it has uh, a number of imps and bird cages. It's like an upright cart with a, a covered overhead, a very colorful uh, canvas overhang that would have been right at home in Mahadi's Emporium. And indeed, behind the bar, you do see that there is uh, Fet Allah. Uh, who was your messenger uh, <laughs> vendor when you were at Mahadi's Emporium. He appears to have found his footing here at the university. Uh, and beside him is another familiar face. Uh, there is a um, barber's chair set up, and Bernie the Barber is here. Oh. <laughs> Outstanding. I haven't had my dumb wax in a while. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, they seem to be making small talk with each other. Uh, so- something about you know the two of them having to leave Mahadi's on short notice uh, appears to have uh, put the two of them in the same place and they don't seem to hate each other's guts. Hmm. So. Uh, actually, they're a good person to talk to. Uh, I'll, I'll go right up to them. Right, have we like parked the bikes? Are we on foot now? Or? Yeah, you can park wherever you want. Um, it doesn't look like there's parking for vehicles properly. This is going all the way down because the halfway down thing's killing me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> they don't have like a proper parking lot, but there's also no other vehicles here. Okay. Yeah, so I'll go up to Fedala, um, and I'll tell him... Uh, he's, Good to see you alive and well, first of all. Um, oh, yes. Likewise, likewise. I always love to see a paying customer, and he looks past you at Sanser. <laughs> um, we uh, we find ourselves in need of a place to uh, set up a camp for the night. Who do we talk to to get permission to do this thing? Uh, he sort of rolls his eyes and gestures over to Bernie, and Bernie looks over and gives you all a wave. And she looks at you for a little while longer. You look different. Uh, it's the wings. They're new. Yep. Sure are. We met this Bernie before? Bernie, yeah. We had a long roleplay session with Bernie the Barber. Oh, the Barber, the Barber, the Barber. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, as I just told uh, Fetala, we are in need of a place to camp for the night. Uh, we were hoping to do it on the grounds here. Do we talk to you? Or? Uh, literally on the ground, if you wish to camp here. Uh, there's some stable space that we've been using. Um, all the good hay is taken up by Fetala, but... If you don't mind uh, sleeping on the cold ground. Uh, we're used to it at this point. I don't think that's a problem. Yeah. Better than sleeping out. Like cold side. ground might be a nice change of yeah. place from the yeah, hot ground. Yeah. Um, can we set up anywhere then? Or should we shut up in the stable with you? Or? Uh, she says if you uh, if you don't want college kids to uh, illustrate your facial features. Mm. To, to the stables! Yeah. Well, I mean, they can't get it. Well, we, we have our... Magical hut. Right. Yeah, we could we could hut. Um, but you know, they probably teach the spell magic in this fucking college. Well, and they would... probably it's probably <laughs> bad etiquette to like you know, it's probably like demerits or whatever, you have to go to detention if you The the ultimate dick move is like dispelling somebody's Liam's tiny hut. And, and they just fall ten feet to the ground. <laughs> um, but yeah, to the stables to solve all those problems. It's um, illegal in the courtyard since all the students used to set up there and fuck <laughs> and they would dispel them all over the place. Um, so I'm I'm going to go ahead and suggest maybe we sleep and we start looking for your professor tomorrow morning because it seems like everything's shutting down for the night now. Anyway. Yeah, I don't want to go poking around in the dark at school. All right. That's that's too much like a, you know. Yep. 
book we've never read in a realm that doesn't exist. Straight to the stables. Straight to the stables. All right. Um, you were able to set up camp with Bernie the Barber and Fedala. Um, Fedala doesn't actually sleep, so he just sits there reading a book overnight. Um, Bernie the Barber does appear to sleep. Uh, she is bunking up properly. Uh, as a quick frame of reference, you remember Bernie the Barber being uh, a Kalashite woman in her mid-40s. Um, she looks human by all intents and purposes uh, and acts like one. She's a little bit broken uh, in a physical sense. You get a slight limp. She uh, she just looks like she's had a rough go of it, as any 40-year-old human woman in hell might probably have. Tough out there. Yeah. Uh, you get the benefits of a long rest. Uh, before we camp... Um, Actually, probably as soon as we entered the place, um, Xander would have taken a moment and closed his eyes and focused, and what he's doing is something he hasn't done before, which is detect portal. Um, detects uh, detects uh, the closest planar portal within one mile. I'm wondering if there's any planar portals in here. Within one mile? Yes. That's huge. It's part of the Horizon Walker. Mm. Uh, yes, there is a planar portal here. It is uh, in the academic offices, which are over on that side of the courtyard, uh, and it is maybe 400 yards away. Okay. Um, I won't share that with the party until we're safely stabled somewhere. Maybe I don't want to be talking about it openly. Okay. And I don't know what this tells us, but maybe that's why they're safe in a bubble, because there's a you know, they're actually tied to another plane. Wasn't, but it also uh, might be a way for us to get out of here or a way for some of you to get out of here if you wish. Maybe this is a way for some of you to go back home if you really want to. Is uh, Or maybe, I can't tell what it's a portal to. Isn't the lecture tomorrow on something uh, like that's that? That's a fair, that's actually, yeah, that's yeah. actually a good point. It's a demonstration portal. <laughs> Could be. They wheel it out on a cart like it's AV day. Can you remind me what the, the clapboard outside the auditorium said? Because I, I thought it was tel- yes. teleportation related. It says, The Conveyance Abeyance on Teleportative Magics and the Lower Planes. And these are the Lower Planes. Teleport yeah. might not be the same as a player portal, but Wait, it might the- be. Uh, yes, yeah, so you get the benefits of a long rest. Anything that you guys want to do in the stables before dawn arrives. Hi, Dawn. What are you doing in these hey, stables? Um, this is not a threesome. <laughs> I just, I want to... I, I, I'm imagining this in my head that I wake up a little bit earlier than everybody else, and I'm just going over the paper. Like, I'm going over it again and again and again, and I'm... It's it's a, like, it's not thesis length, but it's long enough. And I am just desperately looking for any sort of indicator that this is me. Um, it doesn't have any dates listed on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does concern a tiefling, and it does use uh, female pronouns. But it doesn't specify anything about place and time. Yeah. I mean, like, I think regardless of that, like, when they wake up, like, I'm just, like, reading this paper. It's, uh, you don't have a complete, essentially it looks like this was, um, like, a student's book report on having read the original source material. Yeah. And it's, one, that the student is doing college bullshit to try and make it sound like he understands the material. (laughs) Um, Two, it's incomplete. They didn't finish their homework. Uh, And three, the kid was obviously an idiot. Um... But you do gather that there was some sort of a series of experiments done to gauge something, and it was using magical spells to gauge whatever the desired outcome of this experiment was. Okay. Uh, you know what? We're we're in a we're in a college. I believe these things usually uh, have some sort of a uh, food service cafeteria kind of dining place. Hall. Dining hall. Um, you know what? 
Dragomir hasn't had in a long time that I think would go a long way is a nice hot cup of coffee. Oh, yes. Oh, oh. fuck. <laughs> I'm going to go see if I can get a round of coffees for everybody. All right. And it's going to be college coffee, too, so it's going to be, like, gentle. Oh. Yeah, like venti. It's very good for you to uh, stay up all night to write a paper. Anti-poomins. <laughs> so when Dragomir steps aside to go get the coffees, uh, Bernie will turn to you, Xanter, mm. and say, um, you know, I thought I had a pretty good read on you guys. I didn't really anticipate that I'd see you back here. I would have assumed you'd be either back in the prime or long dead by now. <laughs> um, we we have things we need to do. I don't know if I want to. I don't know how much I want to say, but we have. You may have seen the, uh, the floating city up above. She gives you a nod. We are. Uh, we're trying to. We're trying to rescue it. We've been going around in circles trying to figure out how, and I don't think we've figured it out yet. What have you figured out so far? <sighs> um, why do you ask? She says, um, I think my time here is probably coming to an end. And before I leave here, and she sort of looks away for a minute, and she looks vaguely in the direction that El Terrell is. She says, maybe I could do some good. Bring some value to this whole operation. Um, well, you know, frankly, you know, you know, we could use all the help we can get. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little vague on all the details myself. Um, you know, there's a, there's a thing called a companion that's sapping the strength of the city. It's tied up with Zeriel somehow. I, I just feel we've been going around in circles and... Hopefully we can figure this out before too long. She says, um, at one time you and your group set out from the Emporium. <clears throat> you were heading out towards uh, the tower, Tower of Archon the Cruel. She says, uh, when you went there, what did you uncover? Um, so we, so we, got, we got the blood. I don't know if I want to bring up the blood. We screwed over the merchants, remember, because we, we chased off. We went off to go to go negotiate, and the, those merchants that came along with us got screwed. Yeah, we kind of boxed out a little bit. Yeah. Just a little mm. bit, though. It wasn't that bad. There was the thing with uh, Vecna's hand. Yeah, Vecna's Vecna. hand. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Are you going to mention that? Sure. It doesn't mean anything to me. I'm not a, I'm not a wizard. I'll say, yeah, some, some, some guy was there, and he had Vecna's hand, and it was really creepy, and we, we you know, between that and uh, Tiamat, you know, like, breathing out, out that big hole. I, I, we, we didn't want to be there too much longer, so we kept our stay as short as we could. So, um, your passive perception is over 20, right? It's like, yeah, it's outrageous. Okay. Many. 22. <clears throat> 22. Uh, when you mention the Hand of Vecna, uh, there is a widening of the eyes as if surprised, and then a narrowing of the eyes um, in a, like, uh, even, like, your, your insight's good enough, too, to be able to tell it. It's sort of like, I should have known kind of a reaction. Uh, but your perception detects something else. When her eyes widen, you get a good look at the irises of her eyes, and they've always been this sort of, like, uh, golden hazel color, and there's this distinct flash of, like, a metallic coppery intensity uh, to the irises when her eyes widen, and then she turns away from you and kind of rubs your jaw. Is there any creature I would have encountered in the past that has similar eyes? 
Give me a nature check. Have you ever met Scott Farkas? <laughs> <laughs> That's an eight. Um, no. No, you, you, don't, you don't have a connection you can draw from that. Yeah, I'm sorry I'm not much help to you. Uh, I don't know exactly what you're what you're fishing for. Is there anything more specific that you're that you're interested in there? Uh, she looks over at Fedala. Fedala's reading his book. You see his eyes kind of like look up over the book and then go back down to the words, and she's like, "Zanza, right? We'll talk later." Okay. Fedala's the guy who uh, can do messages back and forth to Elturel, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. We should maybe. Check and see if anybody up there is still alive. Well, You've got now. That's exactly. I was thinking that, and see if one of his invisible delivery people can see, give us a reading on what's going on with the knife ship docked up there, because she's still docked up there, right? As near as we can tell. She's sort of tethered right at the edge of El Torel. Um, the bird wasn't able to tell if she is actually tethered to El Torel properly, or just tethered to the shoreline underneath where El Torel happens to be floating. It's hard to say. It's like one of those trick of the eyes where you can't quite tell. Yeah, it's per- not moving, so it's going to be moored somewhere, but you don't know how it's anchored necessarily. And of course, nobody's seen her in person in the flesh yet. We just know where her boat is. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go over to Fett and say, um, um, uh, Fett, we have not spoken since, since the last delivery. You delivered a bunch of food scrolls for us. And, yes. Did you get a report back as to how things are? Did, did your delivery imps report back? Did they bring back a message? Did anything come back? Uh, he reaches around. Yes, I, I do, in fact, have a message here for you. Good, thank you. He um, you a sealed envelope. It's got a wax seal on it with uh, Raven Guard's seal on it. Cool. Oh. Okay, um, read this later. Thank you. Um, it's been. It's probably been a while since he sent them, right? It's been like a week or something. I don't know. I don't it's know been uh, like 15, 20 days at this point. It's been a while. Okay. Um, I may have another another um, another deliver uh, another order for you to, to go and do delivery up there. But can I? Can you send one of your imps? It doesn't need to carry anything because I don't want any incrementary stuff. I, I just want to get a lay of the land as to what's going on up there. You know, you know, Zeril's docked up there. You know, just see if you can. Would you mind sending one of your imps to just? Invisibly take a look around and see what's going on. He rubs his big belly and he kind of looks away and he says, It's subterfuge investigation, not really the service I provide. I'm a simple messenger. Um, Okay. Um, Okay, fair. So I'm going to go and if he's got a sheaf of paper, I'm going to... Grab a grab a piece of paper and I'm gonna write like a quick Raven Guard note and I'm going to say, um, you know, uh, you know, then a prepaid pre prepaid envelope for a return met return <laughs> trip. Um, you know, please report back on your status. You know, we've been out of touch and would like to know uh, you know what, what what your latest status is, including uh, any intel on docked ship. Off your starboard bow, whatever. I'm <laughs> um, and I will pay uh, Fett for both the trip out and the trip back. Okay. You can notch off two what, soul what coins. We, uh, who's keeping soul coin uh, in the track? Uh, <laughs> probably me. 
Um, <clears throat> another piece of paper that you don't have with you. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. We had a buttload. We had like. We had well, and hey, bunch. we don't need to worry about them for driving anymore. Yeah. You spent like 20 <laughs> of them shopping. I think you had about seven left. That sounds about right, actually. Okay. <clears throat> but uh, we're not going to need them for much longer. One way or the other. Okay. Um, All right. And, and if, you know, how much were these? Uh, it's uh, one sole coin. Food food? Oh, for the food portal? Food, food scrolls, the food scroll things that he gave before. Uh, I don't recall off the top of my head. I'm going to say three soul coins. I want to say it was five soul coins, but it was only enough to feed, like, people for a day or something. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. Of I just wanted to... Uh, Alright, so... Because I said what I already said, we're just going to go with it. Look, just deliver this, deliver it back as quickly as you can. Okay. Do you maybe uh, want to read the note from Raven Guard first to yeah. see what's up? Fair point. Like, I'm not... I'm not, I'm not trying no. To just, no, 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 I, no. I, think, I, I don't want us to forget that we haven't read it yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, <laughs> Zanzer's just very, very impatient. Um, really? I never would have guessed. <laughs> Um, okay, um, I will listen to my, the little tiefling on my shoulder, and I will, uh, I will, uh, okay, hold that thought. I'm gonna go confer with my crew, and we'll, I'll be back. Okay. Did you uh, listen to my voice now? And I, I scamper back to these guys. <laughs> get a litter, get a litter! <laughs> per, per my previous email. Um, yeah, let's, uh, crack open the, uh, crack open the seal, and okay. read this, read this note. Uh, when you crack open the seal, it is a fairly brief note from Raven Guard, um, it basically simply states, thank you for the food supplies. It will help immeasurably with the people who are organizing the resistance against the devils as they continue to patrol the streets. Vladikaya's personnel has been tremendously helpful in securing additional foodstuffs from the other side of the city. Um, they've set up a defensive barricade on one of the bridges as the other bridge has collapsed. Uh, it eventually cracked apart in the case of the earthquakes arising from the chain links being pulled down into the ground. Um... He says, food supplies are not infinite, however, and while your shipment was very helpful for us who eat food properly, Vladikaya's people are starting to look a little bit more hungry. Those are the vampires, right? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, would this be dated? Would it be customer from the who dated it, and can I see how long ago this reply came back? Uh, it is dated, because he's a military man and keeps time even though there's no movement of the sun. Um, My man. Absolute mad lab. You can just put it in relation to when our last note went. Yeah, it's uh, you two both have a military background too, yeah, so yeah, yeah, you can you can basically figure it out. This was basically sent about fifteen days ago. So a reply to my previous one. Yeah, okay. it would have taken him maybe a day or two to respond. Okay, yeah. I I think we should send the imps with what yeah. I wrote and just get a status. Status update. Yeah, I mean, hungry vampires. Walter Ravenguard is feeling unhappy. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe we uh, put in like a just little like pump them off. The we put a little comment in there. You know, we'll we'll, we'll 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 figure out something to do with your with your little vamp problem. If only we had a small portable sun we could use to keep the vampires from attacking the people. Yeah, a friendo. <laughs> And that's how the campaign ends. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Quit. <laughs> so then I'm also going to tell him about um, the, bar- the the barber's questions, because I guess I'm a little confused what she might be referring to. You're going to put that in the notes? Uh, no, to you, I'm just going to oh. tell you guys while we're uh, while we're talking about the, the Raven Guard note. Mm. Well, I have, have I returned with coffee yet? Yeah, I'd say you come back just as answer is coming back to read the envelope. And nestled in my 
big steel clad arms that are four of the biggest Your cups steel of, bosom. <laughs> four of the biggest cups. Of, actually, five. I'll get one for um, Lulu, too. Um, just puts her trunk in it. <laughs> I mean, she, she smokes like coffee. a chimney. You know she drinks coffee. Yeah, um, yeah big steaming venti cups of coffee. Uh, I see you got the small size. <laughs> as big as they had. Does mine have oat milk? Oh, God. No, it is black. It is coffee. Drink coffee. So cheap. <laughs> like, Thanks, chief. She takes her cigar out and she ashes into the coffee, stirs it. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> You're a delightful urchin. <laughs> I'm a coffee achiever. What a fucking monster. <laughs> I grow up, I want to be Lulu. <laughs> Don't worry, you will be. <laughs> and I'll start handing out coffees, and I'll see that Xander's sort of in the middle of, of the, or concluding this interaction. Be like, what, what is, what is? Here, drink. Yeah. You look tired. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Um, she literally dump it on your head, because that's what she pants <laughs> Yeah. My drinking problem. My drinking problem. <laughs> that reference I got. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to say, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, run back and have this letter sent now that we've kind of agreed on what it's going to say. But I still, I don't know what, uh, you know, the barber seemed intrigued with the, with Vecna, which, which I don't know if it was a, more of your alley than mine. Well, I mean, Vecna's um, a bad, Vecna's bad news. We're talking about Vecna. Um, Shut your mouth. <laughs> Vecna's uh, hand up your alley. Yeah, and he seemed, she seemed very intrigued Dry by the whole, uh, Everything that went up, like like Cheating. like Tiamat's domain and talking to the hand and you know the tower and everything else. So maybe you guys, maybe she might be fishing. Maybe you guys can help her more than me. Is she like within earshot, or are we having this conversation private? I intentionally went away from them. Okay. Yeah, they're in the stables. You guys are probably just outside of the stables. It's pretty close, but it's not so close that you feel like you're being overheard. The last time we met, I lingered in her shop for quite a while and was able to make some headway as far as creating a rapport with Bernie. Yeah. Maybe it's time for me to get another head shave and have a chat. I, th- I think so. I mean, clearly, I don't I, I don't believe in personal hygiene, so that's probably more I'm here. <laughs> I, it's, it's good timing. I actually also wanted to talk to her. I have no idea how to groom these things. <laughs> it's called pruning. <laughs> yeah, you got to pop the caps off. <laughs> it still has a protective film on it. I'm going to get a new cell phone. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I have my coffee. I'm going to get a haircut. You know, there's no there's no sense of urgency. All right. You know, there's only vampires eating everybody in El Terrell with a giant elbow park awesome. outside it. Yeah, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, their problem is solved. They're no longer starving to death. Um, yeah, so I will go um, find Bernie and commission a head shaving. Put the Bernie in the dust. Such a Bernie bro. <laughs> you shit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it'll be really in the morning then. I assume yeah. you basically want to get this done before the lecture happens or whatever. You may yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. All right. Um, yeah, she takes you to the chair. She drapes the cloth over you, and she gets the paint wax out. Mm. Um, mm. And as she starts rubbing wax into your dome, <laughs> she says, um, "I understand that you intend to do something very reckless soon." Is it that obvious, or do you just know us that well? She says, um, I've observed you and your friends doing some very reckless things over the last month or so. In desperate times, call for desperate measures. And where do your travels take you next? Uh, to a lecture, believe it or not. Uh, something about the teleportation door. I don't understand. I'm not the academic type. Mm. She says, uh, then what is it that you are here for, Dragonair? 
me personally? Yes. To help my friends, to help El Terrell, to fulfill my oath. Uh, you know that with the way that these devils work, they uh, they make these agreements, these these pacts, right? Yes, I have seen these things. Yes. Do you know how to deal with what's going on over there? I assume she's playing El Terrell. Yeah. We have the beginnings of an understanding. The nuances are complicated, but there are control rods. There is a pact that was signed that must be destroyed, and there are enormous chains that need to be broken before El Terrell can be brought back to where it belongs. And uh, how much progress have you made on those fronts, Dragomir? Can I make an insight check on this? Yeah. I think I know the answer to this. She's a notary. Uh, she can notarize like a contract null- null- nullification or something. She's been <laughs> observing us over the past yeah. month. Creepy. Yeah. That's oh. a two. Okay. Yeah, no, there is. You're not picking up on anything. First off, you're not facing her because she's waxing your dome from behind you while you're right. having yeah. this conversation. That's why she's got excited about Beckness' hand is so she can get better head massages. <laughs> she gets great head. Um, massage. Um... <laughs> I, listen, Bernie, don't take this personally, but I feel like I'm sharing an awful lot of stuff that could get us into, you know, a, a pickle. So-called <laughs> I would, I would feel very bad if sharing things in the barber chair led to one of my friends getting hurt or betrayed. She says, uh, that's a wise tack to take with the position that you find yourself in, but I assure you, uh, that you have the utmost of my uh, performance as a barber, and potentially, and she thinks for a little while about what she's about to say, and she says, potentially with where your travels take you next. She appears as a Kalashite woman, you said, right? Yes. May I ping? Uh, you may ping. Um, you do not detect the presence of any celestials, fiends, or undead. Okay. Uh, I feel like an idiot because... Well, you detect one Celestial because it's Lulu. Lulu, yeah. Was the... Uh... Actually, me too. I pin, yeah. I mean, this is going way, way back, but is, was the Thieves Guild I befriended Calumshites? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Some of them were. Rosario. Most of them. I had fucking forgotten yeah. about that. Yeah, and they... they Actually, uh, you're probably thinking of that because they were situated in Little Calumshan, which is... Yeah, the, and it didn't uh, click until, like, just now, and yeah. I'm like, is that why she's fucking talking to me? Because I couldn't figure out why the hell she's talking to me about some of this cosmic shit. <clears throat> um, but I'm not there. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Get a paint waxing. <laughs> uh, all right. If uh, if you are offering assistance, please be forthright. Um, <clears throat> she says, uh, these types of packs generally require both halves. The pack heard, D and the Pactor. I've heard this, yes. You will have no success in your goals unless you are able to unite the two halves and destroy them. I've heard this as well. Do you know something about where we can find one one of these halves? Well, presumably one of them is with Zeriel, no? <laughs> We've been operating under that assumption, yes. And what do you intend to do about it? Take it from her. How? We were going to ask nicely, but I wasn't anticipating success in that venture. <laughs> she says, um, you don't even know 
necessarily where she is. You don't know who defends her. You don't have the means to fight her. Like I said, this is the beginning of our plan. When you get to the middle of the plan, I would very much like to know what you have in mind. Why? How am I to provide you any assistance when I don't even know what you plan to do? When you don't even know what you plan to do? What kind of assistance can you provide? Why would I share with you if I don't know what is on the table? She says, uh, matters here in hell are complicated, but there are a large number of people that dislike Zeriel for their many different reasons. And there's a messenger sleeping in the stable over there. I think I understand what you're saying. If we get to the middle of the plan and the messenger over there is needed, who would be on the other end of that message? How many people do you know that hate Zeriel? We, we know of one, and we actually tried to follow on a similar path that you are suggesting, <clears throat> but even this being who is powerful uh, was afraid to cross Zeriel for her ties to Asmodeus. How do I know that anybody else here is going to react differently if presented with the same option. She nods and she says, I believe that you are thinking too big. And then she gestures over to where you've parked your motorcycles. <gasps> Taker kickers. Well, we asked them to. We already got them. Yeah, but is... That's not really a Gasworthy moment. Is it like... <laughs> yeah, but is it like, like she can contact them so when they're not... Right out there. Yeah, but when out. we go to fight Zeriel... Do you think? I'm like I, I I'm thinking too hard. Hell ride part two electric boogaloo. But like, I I am imagining it in the in that like way of like you know the acre kickers round up every other person that we found who is anti zerial and like rolls up portal style, so that we've got a bit of backup. Did you share what you observed about her reaction when you brought up the hand of Vecna? Um. Maybe, yeah. Well, not probably. I, I kind of get the idea that Xander might not have picked up. Well, actually, I rolled shitty, so Xander would not have picked up on the whole copper eye weirdness. Gotcha. But well, I would you have specifically said, saw the eyes because that okay. was what your perception. Okay. Yeah, I, I would not have held anything back from you guys. Right. But um, you know, I, I would have said, yeah, there was definitely an interest. Um, do you think? I mean, did I know I'm not there, but did we get the impression while we were at Tiamat's? What was it? Tiamat's uh, vicar. What was his name? Uh, uh, the turtle, or Archon? Archon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's her, that's Tiamat's aide or something. Yeah, right? that's like her first in command. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did we get the impression that they were opposed to Zeriel? I mean, I just got the impression they were all business and, you know. Yeah, um, I don't. I mean, I and I could be forgetting stuff. I don't remember anything specifically that leads me to believe they were like fuck Zeriel. Yeah, I just remember like I have the hand of Vecna. I have a five-headed dragon behind me. I have his um, Minotaur. Yeah, and you know, we're not haggling. So mm. he, he, he might eat me. Well, if you brought up the hand of Vecna, then I will also do that. I, I, <laughs> pretty much. I, I'll kinda I kind of in, interpret what she's saying as being like Does this have something to do with our common cruel? She says, uh, I certainly hope not. Uh, he's a wild card I don't wish to experience myself. 
I also do not believe he would be a reliable ally, and I'm afraid the cost of obtaining him as a mercenary would be too high. She says, and I still think you're thinking too large. Pointing back over at the bikes. Your uh, hobgoblin friends are not the only band of warlords that roam the plains. <gasps> Feanor? Hand mummy. Well, right, there, well, there's a right. lot of people who we could call on. We've got a lot of cannon fodder. Alright, there's a lot of people. Let's keep this moving. Um, Alright, I I appreciate the... Uh, I, I, appreciate, I appreciate the heads up. See what I did there? Is his, his joke about the head... Um, <laughs> assuming we get to a point in our plan where the assistance will be useful and not a waste of everyone's time, we'll be back to take you up on this offer. If you have any uh, insight, things that I might not have thought of, um, which there are a great many things I might not have thought of, please <laughs> let us know. At this point, we are taking all help that we can get. Are we going to be able to contact her in any ways, or do we have to go all the way out to the university? Uh, Nemea, do you, do you take message? Maybe you can learn message at school. Yeah. Maybe there's maybe there's vendors. Maybe they sell a scroll of message here. I mean, it's a magic school. I mean, it's a magic school. I'm sure we could find somebody. That kid who's uh, selling term papers would have to buy a copy of the uh, you know. How to cast message for dummies. The cliff notes of message. All right, um, but that's an option if we need to phone a friend. Um, unless uh, Bernie has an alternate way of getting in touch. No. Okay. If that's the case, then this. Bernie's very clear about like being off the grid because she doesn't seem to like the idea of being spotted by Zeriel or Archon. Girl, that's that's relatable. Yeah. You should have seen what happened with the bugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so I'm all set. Okay. Last call for stuff before the lecture. Was that the next thing you guys wanted to do? Yeah. I mean, we, we did actually send the letter, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Making, did, sure, making sure I didn't like misspeak and not send the fucking thing. Did Did we want to go straight to the lecture? Or did we want to try and get to the academic offices and look at this portal that Zanzer picked up on? We could split the party, and I could do that while they lecturing. Uh, if okay, if that's the option, then I'm not going to the lecture. No, I <laughs> yeah, Dragomir yes. sitting in a lecture. Are you shitting me? No, I, actually I feel bad for the person stuck behind him. Yeah, well, first of all, I can't sit in those little desks with the. <laughs> <laughs> I need lefty desks. Discriminatory. Um, I, I I actually do want to go to this lecture. I'm yeah, actually very okay. interested in it. I'll go with you to look at the portal. No, we could ask around. I mean, we don't have to, like, break in or anything. Yeah, we, like, could be nice. And then if somebody says no, then we break in. Well, and, and you're also sending the two... If this were a subterfuge mission, you'd be sending the two... The two clankiest people? The two people. characters with disadvantage to stealth checks on their, <laughs> on their stealth mission. So, yeah, let's split the party. You guys go take in a nice, nice. lecture. Me and Ingrid are going to go clanky, office clank, hopping. Clanky, break. Yeah. Should bribe the bursar with like more coffee. I think this last time, and you and I figured the out the answer, and the two of them were banging their heads against uh, metal doors. All right, <clears throat> let's start with the lecture because that's the easy one. Uh, right. At the lecture, first off, the lecture hall is one of those like stadium style uh, descending rows that go down to a central sort of auditorium type setup, uh, and there does appear to be a uh, man with spectacles. Uh, who is mostly balding. He's got a little bit of the uh, the gray around the tops of the ears and around the back of the head. 
Uh, and he is droning on and on and on about teleportative magics and how they are warped by the effects of hell and why teleporting in hell is generally relatively unsafe. Mm. One of the things you notice right away is uh, the parts of the stadium seating where the students are seated, totally silent because someone has actually cast a silent spell. You can't generate sound from up there, so you can only hear the person who's lecturing. Oh, that's amazing. You do see some students take advantage of this by, like, throwing paper balls at each other and then pretending they didn't because you can't hear where it came from and stuff like that. But for the most part, that allows you to kind of focus in on what the speaker is actually saying to you. I mean, big... That means we can't ask questions either. Yep. He hasn't I, seen I like a... some questions. God he hasn't seen like this a, is a question scenario. Oh, fuck. So he speaks about the uh, effects of hell and the other lower planes. Uh, he doesn't go into great detail about the other lower planes, but you surmise that must be like the abyss and whatever is in between. Uh, and how uh, teleportative magics don't generally work very well in hell because there's a sort of warping effect like light through water. And it's why fiends, even though they have the ability to teleport, rarely teleport longer than 90 feet because they don't have the ability to teleport safely. And they might wind up teleporting into rock formations or under the river sticks or in some other horrible scenario that's unavoidable death. Uh, it talks a lot about the usage of portal hopping magics, uh, planar travel, that sort of stuff. Um, getting to hell and getting out of hell are two very different actions. Uh, creating a portal to go to hell is quite simple to do. Creating a portal to get out of hell is rather a challenge. Um, not impossible. There are wizards out there that can do it. Trexagor did it when he decided to abandon you all and Elturel and go the fuck home. Smart otter, that one. Fucking weasel. Um, he also talks about how some of those planar spells have the utility to travel 500 feet in different directions. But if you use them in hell, you have the same problem you have with teleportative magic. So it's actually safer if you have the technical know-how to planar hop out of hell and then planar hop back in where you want to go. This whole like out and back and forth thing is actually oh, safer and fucking easier. Okay, so, so like hopping out to like... The ethereal plane, and then hopping back in right. to where you want to be. It's like going around a traffic jam. Uh, like, like, is is it like the like wrinkle in time, like that thing? Kind of like that, yeah. Okay. Uh, and so that's kind of what he's focusing his lecture on, and it's very obvious that like the ability of these planes hopping spells are way beyond the scope of what the students are capable of, and because you've divided your studies in the way that you have, having dipped into what Theo is all about, rather than going a pure academia, um, it's also beyond the scope of what you are currently capable of right. in terms of arcane efficiency. Yeah, because I'm level 8 cleric now, like, I fucking abandoned wizard at level 6 and was like, fuck this! Yeah, change the major, <laughs> everyone does it. No. Um, but that's what they're referring to, and uh, it appears that there has been some study going on in the academy, and part of what's going on here is, uh, or City University, part of what's going on here is the uh, actual professors have done experiments to magnify the ability to teleport more safely through the lower planes. Uh, and they are specifically right now studying in hell because that's where the university is located, but the way that it's phrased is that's where the university is located right now. At the... At some point during this lecture, Xander will like grab Nemea and like shake her and just start like yelling at her. But because he's in science, you have no idea what the <laughs> fuck he's saying. But he's got like this big, like his eyes are wide. He's got this big. <laughs> and I'm just like. You're getting blown back. You can't understand. I don't know, unless you can read lips. So I don't think you have no idea what he's saying. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> Is he having a seizure? <laughs> Zanzer's also forgotten how paper works, apparently. <laughs> uh, and so that's what you get out of the lecture. Is there anything else that you were hoping to gleam while you were here? 
Um, I, so I was interested in knowing if something that came from the prime material plane actually helped you do that because it's not native to hell. So can you zoom in on something that's actually not native to this plane and does it actually make it easier to target? That was one thing that I wanted to ask that I, I give me some context because I'm not sure I understand the question. So like if I'm going to teleport to somewhere that's already been in hell, maybe it's all warped and fucked up, but because El Terrell is not native to this plane, maybe it's easier to find with, with a teleport oh, like spell. It's, like it's sort of like a beacon for your teleport. Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Especially because we're from the Prime Material Plane too. Maybe there's some way we can home in onto the thing Almost or like something. Almost like a, like a railroad spike kind of thing. Kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, this is uh, not touched on in the lecture, but the silent spells are removed at the end for a QA session. Um, so you have the opportunity to pose that question. He's up over there. Um, and the question is answered with a statement that kind of dodges the actual question, but provides you a little context, which is um, for a location to be brought into hell, uh, one of two things has to occur. Either it needs to be a plane shift spell on the scale of the original uh, university uh, dean of students that, that teleported this entire complex here, uh, which is probably beyond the scope of what you're talking about because that's an ancient lich that they haven't seen in a few hundred years. Uh, or... Has he been touring, uh, touring the, uh, <laughs> the, cosmos? the cosmos and spelljammer ships? It's a possibility. <laughs> um, His office hours are a bitch. <laughs> uh, or, Professor Flair. <laughs> alternatively, um, you would need to saturate the location for a period of years uh, with the same energy that's native to the uh, negative material plane. Yeah. Huh. Like with a with a fake with a sun. companion, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, I would like to go talk to the professor after the lecture. Like okay. when people are filing out, I want to go chase him down. All right. Yeah, you'll have to make your question pretty quick because it seems like he's making it obvious he doesn't really have time for you after the Q and A sessions. I, I just want to ask. Uh, excuse me, professor. Very scintillating lecture. Really interesting. I actually did learn something, which is great. Um, uh, I do want to ask you, where could I find? Um, is Professor Rowena here? He says. Uh, Yes, yes, another another late paper, I'm sure. Um, she's in the academic offices in the um, in the portal chamber. Incredible, great, let's go. No, it is a nine months late paper. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you get up to the academic offices, first off, you see that they are in fact uh, for the uh, teachers only or for teachers aides. Well, I'm not violating the sign. Oh, you fucking... <laughs> oh, gosh, oh, awful you... good. Piece of shit. Piece of fucking... I'm literally just standing by the door waiting for somebody. Oh, my God. I hate Dragon Ball. <laughs>